So I normally write out my episodes because I am one to just ramble about random things. It's why I have a podcast. It's why, it's not why I started one, but why I continue because I like to talk. So that is why I prompt myself by writing my podcast out. I think about all the things I want to talk about. Sometimes I get off topic and you can probably tell when I get off topic, but today is going to be different. Today is not going to be written out at all. This is all coming right from the heart, right from a conversation that I had with my therapist last week that I oh so desperately needed because I was feeling all types of way all month of November. So let's get into it. really quick. I don't know why the sound is kind of choppy in this episode, but I apologize and I hope that you enjoy. What is up guys? Welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm back. Hey, I didn't do this. This was a this was a theme this year that I would just go MIA. But this time, oh guys, this time I was whew, my mom was worried about me and yeah okay like your mom's always about worried about you but my mom was worried about me like I was so not well the whole month of November and I'm not trying to talk about the negative here because of course what do I always say everything that we go through is a complete learning lesson and 1000% I learned some lessons last month but that doesn't mean that the month wasn't hard oh god the month was a- let me try again the month was very very hard Okay, and if you had a great month, I am I am envious of you. I'm so happy for you. And if you didn't have that great of a month like me, well, actually, I had a horrible month. If you didn't have that great of a month, like it's okay. We can get back on track. Same with if you didn't have your, your best month. But we're getting back on track. It's a slow and steady thing here. Like, you know the tortoise and the hare? We're always going to be the tortoise. We are always going to be the tortoise because the hare, he rushes shit. And what happens when you rush shit? Nothing good. I don't have a real explanation for it, but nothing good happens when you rush shit. End of period. End of conversation. All right. So what the heck happened? What the heck happened this month, guys? So the first week of November was probably okay. I think it was like the last like three weeks that destroyed me. And I got back from Nashville and I was ready to take on like November glow up challenge. I was ready to work out. I even had told Kane like, okay, I'm doing this program in November and then I'm doing this one in December and then I'm going to start this one in January and be amazing. Like it's going to be so great. I'm so excited. One random night, I know it was a Tuesday night because I had a Wednesday call and I could not get up for the call. So Tuesday night, my throat, my chest, I thought I was like on like internally on fire. I was so confused. I was like, no, please, please, God, please don't have strep throat. Oh, I don't know why I would think that I would have strep throat, but I was like, God, please, no. And then I ended up not sleeping through the night. Of course I didn't sleep through the night and I was up in my chest and I couldn't breathe and I was hot and cold, you know, like the chills from a fever. Oh, God. So I'm like looking up the symptoms and like Kane is also awake because he can't sleep either. He wasn't feeling too great, but I was looking up the symptoms of the flu. So I was like, my God, I have all of these symptoms. And again, I couldn't sleep. I was up for about three and a half hours. I fell asleep like again at like six. My alarm went off at seven, seven thirty to get up for to get on my call. And 
I was like, I can't do this. I just can't do this. So moral of the story is I was extremely sick and I had COVID. I was out for more like five days total, but three of those days I was in so much pain and I should have known because I had the body aches and the body aches are what really got me last time when I had COVID a few years back and I just spent the entire length of COVID in the bathtub because that was the only thing that felt nice. But who cares? No one cares about being sick. I don't want to talk about being sick. Being sick sucks. So if you do get COVID, please rest up because that shit was not fun. So, okay. First thing happened was I got COVID. No, I took, you know what I just realized? And this is why I write out my podcast because I'm wrong. First, before I got COVID, randomly, Hardy, out of freaking nowhere, just starts liquid shitting everywhere. He did it in his crate. He did it on both of my couches. Thank God one of them is leather and the other one you can take off the cover and we had bought it from someone. So it's not like it's new or a nice couch, but like it's still my couch and I would like him to not shit on it. So yeah, he shit on both of those and then continued to have liquid shit for days. So that was fine. I didn't know what was wrong with him. Um, and then, then the following week I got COVID. So, okay, mix, just swip swap those around for me okay and then so got covid was on the up was working my way through i still wasn't feeling the best but then something really really unfortunate happened and one day i feel like it was a thursday maybe i'm not sure what day oh no it was a wednesday because it was the wednesday before thanksgiving kane and i had went to the sixers game the night before and on a Tuesday and we cut back around 11 like the normal time and around midnight like we were just about to go to sleep and around midnight Rocco starts acting really weird and I didn't know what was going on and the next thing I know he just starts like throwing up like he threw up all over the bed he threw up all over me and came like I he wouldn't stop and I was like what the heck like but he has thrown up before and I was just a little worried because like he just it was random very very random like he was fine all throughout the day and then just started throwing up and then he ended up throwing up multiple times throughout the night and into the morning so I was like pretty concerned as as one parent would be if their child and Rocco is my dog by the way but if you didn't know that by now but he's my child one would be worried that the child is vomiting throughout the night so I was about to make him chicken and I was like, okay, like obviously I was like, let's go to the bathroom first. And next thing you know, he's peeing at what I thought at the time was blood. So I was freaking, freaking the F out. Guys, I went into full panic mode and this is something that I talked about with my mom and she was And let me backtrack a little bit. Rocco has a, he, when I got him, he had a bunch of issues. I adopted him. In January, it will be two years since I had him, and when I did adopt him, he had like a bunch of issues as it is, so I took him to the vet, got those issues addressed, and then they ended up leading to other issues that he had that I was unaware of because they were internal. So I got those addressed, and I knew what was going on. He had a sequel mass, and it was... I think it was like not small, but relatively small at the time, and so I was pretty aware of what was going on, but... That was in April of 2022. So 
I think that he made it a very long time in between these huge incidents that happened. So when I was freaking out, I really wasn't putting two and two together. Like, oh, this could be something related to that. could be something else. I was just really, I didn't know what it was. So I was calling my mom, freaking out. She later then on told me that she was thinking to herself like, oh no, it's the time. And I didn't even think twice about that. But we take him to the vet. I like rush him to the emergency vet and they do obviously like bajillion hours later, but we end up finding out that he has Billy, something called Billy Rubin in his urine and not in his blood. Like his case is just very odd. He's a very odd dog. Like that's why he's my dog, of course, but he's, it's just a very odd thing. And regardless, he had Billy Rubin in his urine, which means that your liver is not filtering out correctly with the bile and other things that are going on in there. I'm not a doctor. I don't freaking know. That's just what I have been reading. He also now had that, which he didn't have it unless they didn't see it in April of 2022. He has a five centimeter mass in his liver. And they told me that it's probably cancerous, but we didn't do any biopsies or anything like that because I don't want to go down that road because that just causes more pain in my opinion to begin with and I just don't want that for him. I just want him to be in the least amount of pain possible and have the last like best time that we possibly can give him and that doesn't include surgery. It doesn't include chemotherapy. It doesn't include biopsying anything because of the situation. It's not curable, okay? Moral, yes. Okay. So, so I found all of this out the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's so great, isn't it? So, yeah, that's not the best news you want to hear about your dog and or child because that could happen to a human too, but that was not what I wanted. I wasn't mentally prepared for it. It really, really made me feel very, very low. Very, very low, guys. If you follow my Instagram, I was posting here and there about it. I really wasn't posting much. I was just posting like my thoughts and asking for prayers and just how I was feeling. And I was, I mentioned that I was feeling as low as I had done, as I had felt in college. And that is the worst feeling that I have ever had. This is a different low because of the situation but I felt like that like I did not want to move I was crying without stopping the tears would not stop I couldn't look at Raka without crying I just felt this load of pain that I didn't know what to do with I knew the tools that I have were there I knew that everything that I tell you guys to do was there but I couldn't do it. I wasn't giving myself grace though. I was like beating myself up in every aspect. I was like, why can't I do more for Rocco? I should be doing more for myself, but I need to do work, but I need to take care of Rocco. Like it was a spiral. And I, that's why this episode is called Appropriate Spiral because I want to talk about something that my therapists and I talked about when I went to therapy on Thursday. No one is ever going to prepare you for the loss of an animal and I've never gone through something in this scenario. I did have a childhood dog but my dad ended up having to 
give that away and okay that's fine we don't need to even go down that road but this is something completely serious and completely new to me I've never really experienced death before even like humans I've only my stepmom's dad passed away but that was it so this is something completely different and I want to talk about the way that I handled it and I know that I told you that I was crying and I was very very low and honestly I was depressed like there were depression everything was going on around me felt like I couldn't control it and I felt this incredible amount of pressure to try to figure something out as fast as I could even though I didn't know what to do and I felt so not I didn't feel alone but I felt so powerless I felt weak I felt guilty I felt like a failure I even though none of this was true and in the back of my mind those demons were telling me those things because I was anxious I was spiraling I was freaking out I was like what the hell am I supposed to do and I want to address that the way that I would have spiraled back then in college prior to my growth journey Sam is I would have restricted the hell out of my eating the people I was around and what I was obviously consuming so I would just sleep I would also purge on when I was taking laxatives so if something was wrong I was like okay I'm just gonna take these and everything's gonna be fine obviously there's more behind that as well but that was my way of coping those were my ways of coping and also trigger warning right here you can skip the next like two minutes if you want to Back then, I felt extremely suicidal. I just, like, didn't want to be alive anymore, and that was for a boatload of reasons, but I addressed to my mom and my therapist that I'm not suicidal, I am not purging, I am not restricting, so all of that is extremely huge growth, and just because of the way that I felt, because I haven't felt that low in almost five years, and or six years now, and so that's amazing and I'm proud of myself for not being any of those things but yes I was hurting I was in pain the tears the not really being hungry I when you are emotionally unwell your appetite is suppressed and I really wasn't eating that much but I was I remembered that I needed to feed my soul I needed to feed like my core I needed to feed everything inside of me and so I had to make sure that I was getting some fuel even if it was just like my shake and some soup or my shake and yogurt and like chicken tenders for dinner or I had a cheesesteak like two different nights like chicken cheesesteak so I was doing those things I was hydrating like I wasn't drinking I wasn't doing anything that like was going to hurt me other than like not moving my body and not journaling and not talking about my feelings but then I talked about it as much as I could I let out emotion I didn't shut down I didn't make myself feel so small that no one cared like I vocalized that I was in pain and I asked for help I asked for sympathy because I needed it. I needed people to know that this was so hard for me and I was absolutely struggling. And I had said to multiple people that being a coach and a mentor can be 
challenging at times, especially during your hard times, because you're supposed to be that person is supposed to say like, okay, you can do it. You can get picked back up. But I genuinely for a week and a half could not get myself to get together. Nothing about me felt good. I was like I said, crying, barely eating the amount that I should be eating, wasn't moving my body, What I was not walking hardy like I normally do, and like, of course, that affects hardy, but like, I just was not doing the things that make me feel good and make me move my life forward because I had to, and the thing is, Rocco's still here. He's on pain medication. He is on a bunch of liver supplements he's doing the best that he possibly can and as I mentioned before I'm giving him the best I can possibly give him there's nothing really more that I can do besides take care of myself because dogs can feel your anxiety and your emotions and things like that so if I'm continuously going to be in that state of panic and worry guilt fear like crying all the time he's going to feel that and that's not what I want him to feel so I have to pick myself back up and I need to do the things that make me feel good and I am moving my body again and I genuinely already feel better I went to therapy and I didn't cry as much as I thought I would cry and we just talked about it we she made she reassured me of all the things that I was unsure of and that we talked about the demons that I had in my head that I mentioned prior I want you to think about how you would react or you used to react in situations before and not that I ever want you to quote-unquote be prepared for situations that are going to make you appropriately spiral but I do want you to be prepared for those and I should have been more prepared and I'm a little bit upset with myself and that's okay and I'm working through it and I'm giving myself grace now because of what I'm doing but I should have been more prepared and that's okay that I wasn't because it how what do I always say a learning lesson I learned a lot from it and now I'm even more aware I'm more cautious of what's going on and I am taking the appropriate steps to actually like make myself feel good again and that's how you appropriately spiral (laughs) it's so funny to say that honestly like it's such an odd thing because spiraling is normally a bad thing right people always say that like you're spiraling you're spiraling and I sure as hell was I felt like I told you so heckin low but I didn't go back to the version of me that almost lost her life and I respectfully respected myself by taking time off and not pushing myself and not hurting myself in any way possible I was just grieving I was pre-grieving I should say and sometimes that needs to happen so if you, like I said, I don't want you to ever be put in these situations, but if you are ever put, be put in a situation like this, like give yourself the grace that you absolutely need. Take a week, take two weeks if you need, but don't let yourself slip into a hole that you can't dig yourself out of. And 
that is what was in the back of my mind that I was like, I need to get back up. I need to feel good again. I need to do these things because I am neglecting them. My mental health is slipping even more because I'm neglecting the things that make me feel good. And again, I gave myself the grace then, but now I'm back on track. And of course, of course, I'm always humbled when I work out again after taking off some time because again, I'm three days in. It's Wednesday as I'm recording this. I'm three days into working out this week and for the first time in a month, over a month. And I already feel the serotonin. I already feel like the more hunger from lifting and eating and moving more. So give yourself grace, but then remember the tools that you have in your toolbox. Remember that you are surrounded by people that want you to feel good inside and out, even on hard days. You must be surrounded by people that are supporting you. I highly encourage therapy because it's an outside source that can reassure you of things. And they're going to, again, that's also going to be a support system for you. Of course, stay vocal because shutting down is not not going to do anything for you. And that's was what I used to do. I would just shut down and bring everything internally. And you don't have to do that. Like let your emotions out and you can be angry. It doesn't just need to be sad, sadness. That's just how I took it out. And it can be angry, fear, anxiousness, like just feel those feelings and get them out of your body, get them out of your head and have, like I said, your toolbox near you because it's going to be there for you. Like I kept walking by my bike that I do my workout, that I have my workouts on. I'm like, okay, it's going to be there. I'm going to be okay. I have my people around me. I have my books. I have my journals. I have water. I have a shower. I have a toothbrush. Like I know that I'm okay. Like I'm safe here and I'm doing everything I possibly can for Rocco. And that's like, you have to be in your safe space and do what you possibly can as a human being. You can only do so much, but you can take care of yourself in really hard situations. First, giving yourself the grace to feel your feelings and then you are picking your toolbox back up and getting it back together. One step at a time, 1% better every single day. Don't feel like it's a backtrack or that you're less than because you were emotional or you had to take a break or you needed time to feel your feels because that's honestly part of it and it's on it's part of life like it's not something that you can just avoid and if you are working through it that is 1000% better than shutting down and ignoring everything that in life because that doesn't get us anywhere so thank you for listening to my story today I know it's probably not something that you really want to listen to but I just wanted to share this message because it is really important to know that you can handle situations that are upsetting like properly and it's not something that I even thought I did like I when my therapist said it's going to be a like an appropriate spiral I was like wow like actually you're right because I wasn't doing any of the bad habits I used to do and I was feeling my feels like I couldn't control them, which is something that I have to work on and that's some part of the process as well. So 
it's something that I thought that everyone needed to hear that you can do hard things and feel your feels at the same exact time to be able to work through whatever you are dealt. Like, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the process. And if you ever, ever need anything, seriously, don't hesitate to reach out to me via Facebook, Instagram, email, whatever. I'm here for you. You are so loved. I'm also grateful for all of you guys that and I didn't get to say that for Thanksgiving and it's it's gonna be a good December so let's let's give you all each other a lot of grace a lot of love and continue to spread that good energy all right I'll see you guys next week bye